everybody, and welcome to Rise of the Podcast. I'm Jeremy. I'm Kara. And I am the one who knocks. And I'm Brownie. <laughs> Woohoo! Well, we're going to go back to our roots on this one a little bit. Is it roots or roots? Uh, Depends think, on where you're from. Yeah, it's the same. I'm just... <laughs> I was like, roots? <laughs> roots? Off root. Um, anyways, we're going to have... Any, do we have roots around here? Yeah, like, yeah, well... I don't know if we have roots around here or not. Like I know, like up at my grandparents' house, they lived on like rural Route 48 or something like that. But I don't know of any. I have no idea. Routes or roots around here. Well, that just now now we have a funny story. I was gonna what? say we're gonna go back to our roots and talk about Star Wars for a little bit, but now I feel like I want to talk about how technology has changed. <laughs> <laughs> just for right. a second, just That's for a second. Just, we'll start with a story. So David, we all know him. I shocked his younger brother. I that, saw, that, we've that, all seen the picture. <laughs> we, I saw that picture no fewer than four times, and I wasn't even trying to see it. <laughs> I was telling Bill about that, how many times I saw the picture. So I have definitely paid the penance or whatever it is for <laughs> shocking Jake because of how many people are like, hey, did you? It's still got the scars. So if you look at any of the videos, they're commented is the picture. Anyways, David and I thought we were like the coolest car people on the face of the planet. We were going to go visit our buddy Josh, who at the time lived in Wisconsin. So we're like, we need a GPS. Now, this was way before. This was when the Nokia indestructible phone was still around. And, and Tom Tom was yes. king. Yeah, and Tom Tom was, and there was like, like in-car ones weren't even a thing yet. So we were walking through Walmart, and they had Microsoft Rhodes, like 2004 or 2005. <laughs> And it was a, pro- a map program that you'd install on your computer, and then it came with a USB <laughs> GPS, and it, you'd hook it into your laptop. So we bought this thing, and all we did for the whole night is just drive around using the GPS. So here's the thing, right? Your phone has internet connection, and it can use internet and use the GPS signal to recalculate. Mm-hmm. This, you'd have to be on a Wi-Fi connection to set the route, and then if you altered your course or the roads weren't updated it wouldn't tell you recalculate it would just sit and yell at you and say off route (laughs) (laughs) off route and it would do it like every 10 seconds and it drove us nuts so that's why i said off route because that that reminds me of that so we were just jeremy's all fancy i'm still using map quest at that point yeah you guys are all printing off your maps i'm over here using microsoft roads 2004 well you know a piece of paper doesn't tell you you're off route yeah i know yeah yeah. this is true but it also doesn't tell you when to turn yeah yeah it was it was just really funny in 500 feet turn left yeah oh okay i'm gonna interrupt your story with a smaller story so my brother-in-law, um, you, because you have programmable voices and modern GPSs, yes. mm-hmm. he was using a pirate voice, <laughs> and it talked so slow. By the time we got done telling you to turn, you would pass your turn. <laughs> It'd be like, ahoy, me scallywags, in 300 yards, take a turn to the starboard. And as he's saying that, you're already passing your exit. That's really oh funny. And it's like, this is the worst possible functionality. Well, yep. I use British Siri because mm-hmm. I just think it's hilarious. And British Siri, when you she's giving you directions, she'll use British terms. Yeah. So it's not get on the freeway, it's get on the motorway, take the slip road, uh, you're entering the roundabout or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but my favorite one is I had to get my windshield replaced. And again, not a sponsor or anything like that, but I got it cracked and I decided to go to Safe Light. Safe and Light repairs, Safe, safe Light, light right? <laughs> and so I punch it into my GPS and, and, and to Siri or whatever. And so she goes, giving you directions to Safe Light. 
Auto glass. <laughs> I was like, Saffalite? Where am I going? <laughs> she she would probably say Beewabeek. Yes, probably. Yeah, and, and Lava Q. Q. Uh, so, uh, speaking, because you mentioned roundabout is a British word. I hate the word traffic circle. I know. It's traffic stupid. circle sounds so, d- roundabout is just way better. Yeah. Yeah. Traffic circle sounds pretentious. Like, I'm not going to say lift instead of uh, elevator yeah, or yeah, flat yeah. instead of apartment, but roundabout is clearly the where's, superior term. Where's the queue? Yeah. <laughs> I do say queue. I'll say, like, I'm queued up for stuff or whatever. Like, yeah. I, the, the only time I won't say queue is when I'm actually standing in line. Right. That's standing in line. Everything yeah. else I'll say is queued. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, say, do, you, do you spell theater with an R-E or E-R? Or? You know what? There's actually a, a legitimate difference between the two. Oh, man. Really? So, Enlighten us, Chris. So theater R-E is a venue. Theater E-R is a discipline. What? Interesting. Yep. So you're a theater E-R student that performs in the theater R-E. Really? I never yep. knew that. I was informed by our theater ER instructor <laughs> at my college. You can I was like, take him in this podcast. Yeah, I was. Uh, her name is Kathy, and she's awesome. There you go. Um, name is Kathy. And uh, and I was like, why? Why is sometimes theater spelled ER and sometimes RE? And she's like, okay. Let me set this straight. Because <laughs> you know she's just been dealt with, like, um, she right. gets materials printed, some of that, and it's always spelled wrong. She's like, no. It's, it's <laughs> always E-R. Yeah. I, it, unless it's, like, British, I swear, I always see E-R instead of R-E on everything. So, yeah, it's just, and at this point, it might be one of those things where it's sort of, like, colloquialized to just be right. yeah. whatever. People are like, oh, I do R-E because I'm fancy. But right. in right. the most drilled down terms. I did not know that. And I worked the, in uh, the costume department. At my college, for two years, I had no idea. There you go. That now you know. theater and theater were two different. But okay, but yeah. like color and yeah. Do you gray. spell O U color? Oh no! I, 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 everything I use is the American version of it. It's How just, about gray? How do I spell gray? Is I it, spell E Y and A Y. I don't know which one the right way is. E Y I think is British and A Y is American. I literally, I just write down whatever, and if I get red lines <laughs> under it, then I change it. Right. In the same paper, Chris writes A- A-Y and E-Y. Yes. As... Whatever you want. As long as you don't put two period or two spaces behind your periods, we'll be friends. Uh, oh, Lord. That's the worst. So, okay, another story. Um, I remember, I think it was in middle school, the first time we had... Uh, <laughs> So this is going to be taken because we had word processing classes in yes. elementary and Mavis Beacon teaches typing and yeah, I love Mavis Beacon. And um, so like, it was taught as part of the curriculum and stuff. But uh, up to that point, I had never had to write a paper and have it be typed. It'd always be like you could just write, you know, two page, whatever you just write, handwrite it. Mm-hmm. And uh, which looking back is like I I would not I would rather type a thirty page paper than handwrite a one page paper. Right. Right. Um. But so on the rubric for the thing, it said that it had to be double spaced. And I had no idea what double spacing was. Oh, funny. So I put two spaces after every yeah. word. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, and then I, I asked my mom because I was like, hey, it's like, do you want to read this? She's like, why does this look so weird? And I was like, well, it has to be double spaced. And she's like, double spaced. Like she explained to me and I had to go back and it, was, it had to be like three pages. So yeah. it's like, you know. A thousand words, right? And I had to go back and delete a thousand extra spaces, basically. Oh. It would have put... almost been shorter to to shrink one, shrink and like shrink the other one, and just retype it. Then sit, click, delete, click, delete. Uh, you know? Yeah, it was. It was. I felt like such a fool, but it's like what is like double spacing when it's not explained, right? It's like well, it's like, I know it's space, so just hit space twice, yeah. double the space. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so That's funny. In college, you know, you had to write your papers and it was double space. Did you ever try to make the space just two point a little two. bit of a more just so you could get away with saying you have X amount of pages? I... I know people that have done that trick. I They have uh, anti-cheating technologies now that are incredible. For Praise God stuff like they that. didn't have that when I was in college. <laughs> I, I always ended up overwriting. Oh, did like, you? I, I, I could never hit. So I, and I had classes that had maximum page counts, too. It's like minimum. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So like all my writing classes had a cap, mm-hmm. and I always ended up going over the cap. And it's like, then I'd have to go back and take stuff out. But it's just because uh, I just over-explain oh everything. Oh, my gosh. It's so drilled into me to, like, that format. It's like, say what you're going to say, say it, and then say what you just said. Like, that right. whole, like, thing or whatever. And Writing. then, you, then by the, so that's three sentences. Then you throw in some supporting totally. detail, and you have a six, seven-sentence paragraph explaining one thing. Right. There's 20 things you have to explain. All of a sudden, you have a 10-page paper, and it's like, oh, they only wanted a four-page paper. <laughs> I had to write a 10-page paper for hygiene. It was a scientific research paper. Oh. And that was a struggle for me. It was about, it was, it was cool. It was about forensic dentistry. Oh, I actually, I remember you doing that. Yeah. That was a struggle. Oh. Did you get a good grade on it? I think I did. I think I got an A. Nice. It was a, I, I, it was a cool paper. Did you do anything about the Katie Poyer? We, I did talk about that. And oh, get, get this. Katie Poyer's dentist is Dr. Mel. What? Really? She was the one who Can you just I think so. Katie Poyer has passed away yeah, 15 years ago. I think that's totally fine. Um, but yeah, one of the docs was telling me Dr. Mel was able to identify that no. filling because it, was, because it was like a brand new amalgamator. She had she had gone to some convention, was given a sample of it, and was the only one in our area to place that type of material. Yeah, like that's like that consistently blows my mind. Yeah, like how something as like seemingly random as that yeah. is the linchpin. To solve the case. Well, so my pa- the paper that I wrote, it was basically how, and I don't know how people would feel about this, but I th- I think that there should be a database where digital x-rays go. So if another disaster like 9-11 happens, what they did to identify body was take x-rays, but then you painstakingly go through each one and like, mm. okay, does this match? But if you were able to upload it into a database and the computer sorts through everything is like here's five that could potentially match and then you go through those five and be like all right yeah. that's the one yeah that the, yeah the um the privacy things on that are interesting because like apparent like fingerprints aren't personal enough to be considered something that can't be databased mm-hmm. but your dental like so a lay person i think would have a better chance of identifying a fingerprint Right. Than identifying somebody by yeah, the dental Yeah, right. That'd be really hard. But at the same time, I get like, you know, like HIPAA and privacy and all that. Yeah. Like, you know, so it's right. like how, yeah, but I think that'd be an interesting idea. Right? Wouldn't it? Because I, 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 for a while, I actually considered going into forensic dentistry because I think it's interesting. But I mean, the fact, if we'd never use it here. Yeah, you'd have to go to like one of the big five cities. Right. I'd have to go like New York or something like or that. Or you'd have to work federally and just go all over the right. place. That right. might probably end up being... The thing. Jeremy, we're doing a podcast. Yeah, I know. He's, when I'm telling my story, phone. I saw him over there on his phone. Just Jeremy just doesn't give a crap. <laughs> I'm actually taking care of important business over here. Important sure, is that business. what it's called? I'm getting text messages of Jake's tasered hand right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to pay my way. In. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. 
Oh, God. Anyway. No, oh, okay. So, so what are we going to do with uh, the 9-volt battery dog collar live stream? Oh, we should. If we had a 9-volt oh. battery, I'd lick it right now. But, and I'll, you know. Well, you remember, you remember the deal that we made on the internet. Yeah, Kara licks the battery. I take a, a shock to the neck. But I don't know if Kara would actually lick the battery. Are you ready to do it? I'd lick the battery if you're going to shock yourself on an 8. Heck yeah. Neck or thigh? You can thigh, just do right? both. I'll just neat. <laughs> Can you imagine Jerry's... <laughs> Poor I'll Jerry. Totally do it. Um, all right. But okay, lots of fun. Let's... All right. I said we're going to go back to our roots, and then we completely derailed that train. <laughs> and so we're talking about college. Well, he, College is sort of our roots. It kind That's of true. is. That's true. So if you want to transition into Star Wars, we were talking about dental. I think it'd be funny to go through a Star Wars encyclopedia of characters and rate them by whose teeth I would least like to clean to teeth I would most oh, like to clean. We already know whose teeth you don't want to clean the most based on that poster. Which poster? The Darth, Darth Maul. Maul poster. Oh, the Darth Maul poster. Well, there's ones worse than Darth Maul. There's, there's worse. In that encyclopedia, there's some pretty grody ones. Like, <laughs> I guess Palpatine's teeth are kind of... Oh, <laughs> Rise of the Skywalker, spoiler... Well, I we mean, know he's whatever. in it. I was going to say, all spoilers it. have been lifted in every single group I'm on. Yeah, it's been a month. Okay. Yeah. Well, Palpatine's in it. Surprise. Yeah, he's in the trailer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, his voice is in the trailer. The, oh, the, the, he has like an over the shoulder. I never saw, like in that shot where it's like it's like behind him. Yeah. yeah. And you see Ray. I never saw him once in the trailer. I just, I was always looking at Ray. I never looked that far left of the screen to actually see him. Really? And then I was just I was rewatching the trailer again because I needed to grab a shot for one of the Star Wars every days. And I was like, oh crap, there he is right there. He was in the freaking trailer. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of Star Wars every day, I just want to reiterate. So if you haven't seen, we started a new video series mm-hmm. where every day, and we're gonna like do it at least for a year. That's what we're gonna try to do. Oh man, what do we get ourselves into? <laughs> what do we get ourselves into? Your idea. I was gonna say this is hundred percent Chris's, Chris's idea. idea. So um, well, it's all taking hundred percent of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we we are almost a month into. Them and I, re- I like I like shooting them. I like the format of the video, but you can check them out on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And we just hit tonight. We hit two thousand likes, which is awesome. Facebook.com slash rise of the podcast. Woohoo! Well, as I say, by the time everybody sees this, they're probably gonna be up to like three thousand. Oh, <laughs> hey, comment down below. If Kara was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, go check them out. It's kind of fun just to have that content. I just have to say, like our Facebook pages come a long way. Yeah, and so the Chris cracked the joke about the go to the website in six months to see pictures of us moving the house, and it's probably going to be about that long before I get the website <laughs> fixed and awesome. But we're, we'll get there. We'll get there and eventually. So, and I want to mention that, like, do in no small part to Bill the Facebook pages. Yeah, Bill is crushing it. He Bill's does such awesome. a good job. He's super creative, and he really gets into the nitty gritty of how to make things work. What really would we do well. without that man? I don't know. Not have a good Facebook page. That's true. Yes, there you go. Bill was at a conference and he said the highlight of the, his year last year was making us all his friends. Oh. Isn't that sweet? It is sweet. He said it was Bill. better than being on the podcast. What? Yeah, well, he's going to have to do five guest appearances pretty soon oh, here. Right. So. so that was kind of fun. But okay, so we're doing the Star Wars every day and I can't wait. I want to talk about some of the stuff, but you have to go check them out on Star Wars every day. Because I've been, you know, writing some cool ones. Chris has wrote a couple awesome ones, and they're they're really fun and they're really informative. Mm-hmm. And so we filmed a batch of them, and Kara wasn't here for a couple of them. And so when I was doing the upload, I played through the video, and then Kara was listening to it in the other side of the room as I was putting it, you know, scheduling it on Facebook. And she goes, "Wait, what? Is that true?" 
No way, I didn't know that. It was it was so today was Phil Lamar's birthday, January 24th. And he is the voice of Bail Organa and Kit Fisto in the Clone Wars, but he's also mm-hmm. Hermes Conrad in Futurama. And we've been watching a lot awesome of Futurama. Samurai Jack. And, and exactly. Yeah. And so he's done a million voices and a lot of recognizable voices. When I looked up yeah. his IMDB, he's credited for he has over 400 credits. He'd be remember that that thing you were talking about where it was like you compare two actors and see who has a bigger IMDb yeah. score. Yeah, so it was. Um, I can't. I can't remember who the reference point was. Now I think it was Sean, Sean Connery. Connery. So like the, Sean I, I came Connery. up with a game to kill time back when I worked at the gas station at the IMDb app, and we would just play this game where um, I I would look up a random actor. Or we somebody would pick one or whatever, like for like Harrison Ford or something like that, for example. Mm-hmm. And then you had to guess whether or not he had appeared in more or fewer films than Sean Connery. Right. And then there were like bonus points if you guessed within a certain range of how many that actually appeared in. So. Right. Interesting. It was we yeah, played that here a few Phil, times, didn't we? Because you wouldn't know that he would have more parts than or more at least creditations than Yeah. Than whatever. But I mean if you go to even click on Clone Wars, which doesn't itemize down all of the different credits. He's 50 voices in Clone Wars. Yeah, there's always like, like you know, Clone <laughs> Trooper number 39. Uh, right. Well, what's funny is D. Bradley Baker, who is like all the clones. So yeah, it's, he's all it's the clones, Rex, but... Fives, Cody, Echo. You know, it's like, it's yeah. every single clone. It's so funny. Except for 99. I wonder who did 99. Because he doesn't really sound like the other clones too much, does he? I think he does. Does he? I think. He's probably I feel 99. he sounds a little bit different. He's probably 99. Kara, you saw that video where he makes a baby sound. That's and all those animal sounds. Holy cow! Practically. Yeah, was but, it you who told us about? I know that voice, or was it? Did we tell you about we, it? We watched it. I'm, you, I'm I'm familiar with it. I've seen parts of it. I haven't seen the whole thing, but it's good. It's good. So they dropped the actual. So we we've got cool Star Wars every day. So you should definitely check them out. But mm-hmm. they've dropped the actual trailer for the Clone Wars, and I am so pumped. So so pumped. So I'm um, like, I sat down, and the problem is there's two Clone Wars out there. There's a, actually there's three. Is there a third there's, one? There's the Clone Wars, the movie. Well, okay. Star Wars, right. the Clone Wars, right. and then Star Wars, Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Well, and, then there's two different animated. Ones. Yeah, there's two different animated ones. And then there's the animated film, and all of them have the same name. The animated film. I think you watch one episode from the Clone Wars TV show, and then the film, the movie, and then the rest of the episodes. I wanted to do a, we're going to probably do a Star Wars every day about the watch order. And if you can't watch them all before the season comes out, essential episodes. I think we're going to put a thing together for that. I know a lot of people say you could probably skip seasons one. A lot of people don't like seasons one and two. Uh, they're good. I love them. I love them all they too. They got me hooked. I tell, I always tell people, you need to watch them chronologically. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, that is important. Like, like the order that they were broadcast? No. no. The, the order of Oh, which, so there's an internal chronology yeah, you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So you have to watch them yeah. with the internal chronology. And we should, we should probably post, StarWars.com has the chronological order. Yeah, they order. have one. But I want to cut together an essential episode list, like I said. Yeah. Where you could cut out what you can't watch. I was going to say, watch the Umbaran one. Oh, that's the best. The that is the best so story arc. So stinking That's one good. of the best Star Wars story arcs. For yeah. real. For real. Chris, I believe you. I haven't seen it. You, so. uh, I'm too busy making this. I want to tell you, we wouldn't be spoiling it, right? Because the show's been out for 12 years. 
I mean, you'd be spoiling it for me, but... <laughs> Are you going to go watch it? I might. Oh, I was, no! When Chris. I was getting the clips for uh, Philip Lawyer's video, I was like, oh, this is kind of a cool scene. Or oh, whatever. they're so Your good! Your sister has watched Clone Wars. She has. She oh, likes the Clone Wars a lot. such a good it's show. It's so good. Uh, well, then I won't ruin it. They're 20-minute episodes. You can do it, Chris. Well, here's what's Yeah, fun. but there's like 5,000 episodes of it. <laughs> there's a... Totally good. 120-ish, totally I think. Yeah, so 120 times 20 is, what, 2,400 minutes? That's only 40 hours of my life. That's fine. Take a week off. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys give me a week off, paid. <laughs> yeah, right? Just, yeah. Don't you always end up having use it or lose it time? Chris doesn't have use Yeah, but that's at the end of the year. You have use it or lose it at the end of the year? Yeah, literally Don't you remember all, what all he my PTOs. said? I had to take the last week off of, yeah, of the 2019 year. because I had, all my time was going to expire. Chris, this is my life. I will tell Jeremy something. Two minutes later, Kara, are we doing this? <laughs> I just told you two minutes ago, yes, we're doing this. Kara, did, do we have a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've only recorded 40 episodes. Yes, we do. What, what am I doing here? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> man, so Clone Wars. just walking amnesia. But, so what I was going to say about the Clone Wars is it's written by the same guy, and I think it was his time to shine, was, it was Dave Filoni's time to shine. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what gave him credibility. Um, I think he was involved in some other Star Wars projects before that, but the Clone Wars was his show. And mm-hmm. I had originally seen the first animated show, which I have not finished because it's so, it's just not that good. The animation is, is very different. Very, it's, it's it, it, sketchy. It, it, it reminds, it reminds me of, um, like adult swim stuff. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Weird. And so when I, when I sat down and I saw the Clone Wars on Netflix a couple years ago, and I started watching it. I was like, oh, should I give that show another shot? And then I started watching it. And I was like, wait, why this did... isn't the show I was I'm thinking like, of. Well, I was like, why didn't I like this? This is great. This is really good. And then I, it took me a while to realize they weren't the same thing. Mm-hmm. And so I totally got hooked. But I like that every episode has words of wisdom. Mm-hmm. And then you really like Anakin and Kenobi are amazing. Yeah. And then we get into Kenobi. He's so good. It. He's almost better than Ewan McGregor as Kenobi. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, what, James, James Arnold, Arnold Taylor. Taylor? He, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> he is so freaking cool. He is so good at Kenobi. He captures the thing, his, his so, essence perfectly. <laughs> we, we were able to meet James Arnold Taylor, Matt Latner, and Ashley Eckstein at Star Wars Celebration. Ahsoka Kenobi and... Uh, and Anakin. Yep. And I felt so bad afterwards. Like, I was so excited about meeting Ashley that I barely even looked at James Arnold Taylor or Matt Latner. I just like beeline straight to Ash. I was like, ah, you know, because I was dressed up as Ahsoka and she thought it was cool. And uh. But Matt Latner leaned toward me and away from Jeremy. Yeah, well, I mean, so does the rest of the world. So. Ha! Ha! Oh, I forgot. Oh, we're on a podcast? Yeah, it's a Pick on Jeremy podcast. I'm out. It's, it's only because we love you, baby. <laughs> No, I'm not worried about it because D. Bradley Baker, the guy who plays Rex and Fives and who's an amazing Klaus the Fish and Family or American Dad, leaned towards me. Okay, it's because I had orange paint on my arm. Oh, sure. Only reason. Didn't bother James. (laughs) Well, duh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Anyways. Anyway, you know, James Arnold Taylor does does an amazing Kenobi. Like, (sighs) I could listen to him talk in Kenobi's voice all day. And so, well, so here's what was uh, was also what was funny for me too is, um, Kara and I always struggle to watch find shows 
that we can watch separately mm-hmm. for when we're apart. That way when she's at work and I'm not, I can throw something on and it's not going to be something we're going to miss. And I can't tell you how many times it's happened. Kara's picked a show thinking I'm not going to get interested in it. She's through a season or two and I sit down to watch an episode and I'm like, hey, th- this is really good here. And then I do the whole thing, like what's going on? And then she's got a pause. As an example. Then we might as well start over and then blah, blah, blah. The TV show Good Girls. Really funny. I didn't think Jeremy at all would appreciate it. Do you know what it's about? No. Nope. It's basically three women. Uh, and it just, they you end know up, Parks and Rec, right? Nope. Anyways, it's That's like, right, you don't like Parks and Rec. I've seen one episode and it didn't convince me that it was worth watching. But um, like, this woman, these women are in the, like, one woman is a single mom, one woman, her husband is just kind of a dead beater, he's cheating on her or something, and then the other woman really needs money, so they decide to spice up their life a little bit. They all need money, and so they spice up their life, and they decide to steal from a grocery store. Okay. The grocery store ends up being a laundering cover for this gang. It, I think they're out in LA or something like that. Yeah. And so the this gang comes. They are going to kill the women, but the one lady's like, what if we can make you back umpteen more or whatever then basically start laundering their money for them yep. instead of the grocery store and so they only so, had one season the most recent season came out like a month ago and i'm super excited to so we did it, with, it just out of curiosity is it, so you mentioned parks and rec is it shot in that same like fake no documentary it, style? no no okay. it's a, a, I, I hate that fake documentary style of, oh no, no her this name is more is, of a, like a regular show okay. is it ria it's just the lady who plays in donna in, donna in parks and rec plays one of the three main characters mm-hmm. in the show oh Okay, and um, and she's she's really funny in Parks and Rec, but um, she's funny in this too. She's really funny in this. She's really funny. She's um, hilarious. But, I love her. So there's uh, Good Girls, and then funny enough, good, The Good Place. What That's the fork? Show. That show yeah. is Jer- so I was, funny. I was in a season, and Jeremy's like, oh, "I'm gonna start watching this with you." Well, um, what was it? There was one. There was. Who, um, well, okay, so right now, oh, Laura something detective. Mysteries of Laura. Mysteries of Laura. Thank you. Funny story. Well, okay, so then Aiden Versio, who plays in Battlefront 2, bring it back to Star Wars, is a main character in Mysteries of Laura. So that's kind of fun. Also a good show. Really good show. But she started How do you guys have so much time to watch all these TV shows? This was before the podcast. This was before the, the, the podcast. last show that I watched all the way through was Breaking <laughs> Bad. And that ended Ooh. in 2013. Um, this, I mean, this while, is Ka- a while While Kara was like, doing her drawing, that's going to come out on Facebook. Last night, she had on uh, Kitchen Nightmares. With, with Gordon, Gordon Ramsay. Ramsay. Oh, I, I feel I do my best. Shows no, no. It's not a cookie no, show. No, no. This is life. I love Gordon Ramsay. Because so he, he goes into restaurants and he figures out why they're failing. And then he yells at them for the entire episode. He, it's funny. It's just a bunch of beeps. He's like, what the beep? What the beep are you guys beeping? You know, like. <laughs> but it's so funny, funny because it's like, you, I can't believe there's restaurants that are out there that are that gross. And then it's like. Oh, Jeremy didn't even see a bad one. There's one. Like he goes into the basement. There's cockroaches all over. Like he opens up this chest freezer and it's just covered and like all of a sudden he's like, oh my gosh, they're falling in my hair and there's cockroaches fall. I was like, no, okay. burn it down. Here's a crazy one. It's, so, it's only like four, four restaurants down from his restaurant in New York. Um, there's one where he goes into the freezer of this restaurant, into the walk-in cooler. There's a dog food bag in the corner. So he's like, what's a dog food bag doing in here? And the guy goes, the head chef of that restaurant goes, that's where I keep my lunch. He's like, what? So he opens it up and he pulls out pork, but it's gone sour. And he, so he's like, oh, 
it's gone bad. It's all, it's sour. And then the head chef that's at the restaurant goes, yeah, on the outside. And it's like, oh, that's <laughs> disgusting. I can't anyway, believe it. Anyway, Jeremy loves that Gordon Ramsay just tells oh, it like it is. Like I really like Gordon Ramsay. Did you see, he did a documentary where he went down to somewhere, I think it's in South America, and he follows the process of growing I've the cocoa that. leaves. And then, somebody significant to him died from a drug overdose. So he actually did this big, and his documentary on making cocaine, they cut it with gasoline. What? I didn't know that. Yeah. Ew. They, yeah, they cut it with, like, they they take the leaves and grind them up, and I'm an electrical expert and apparently a cocaine expert. I'm, I'm, I, I can't remember, there's some true crime show that I was watching where they documented the entire process or whatever of, like, and they talk about how, like, at each step, like, how the value, like, increases or whatever. So it starts as like like it's like this paste or whatever, then it gets dried out and like formed into the things or whatever, and then like at that step it's worth X amount per kilo, and then once the next person takes it and does whatever, now it's worth this much per kilo, and then as it the further north it gets, the more expensive it gets. Like every time it tra- changes hands because of the additional risk and all right. that. Right. Well, what's crazy is if you filled this room with cocoa leaves or whatever, coca leaves, coca leaves about as high as my knee, two feet, will make. Uh, like a little Ziploc bag of powder. It, it, it takes that much leaves to grind up, and it shows that whole process and everything. It's it's crazy, um, man. Anyways, all right. Anyway, so, back to Star Wars. So, and away from drugs. <laughs> are you sure that we're away from drugs? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and a, a um, Luke was told that his dad was a spice runner, and spice in Star Wars is drugs. Is all spice drugs or hey, sometimes spice just something to make it We taste? can talk. I'm Chris. fairly certain it's drugs. It's unfortunately legends now, but some of the best books we've ever read. Some of the Zahn books. The, no, the Agatha Christie solo books or whatever, whatever her name was. What was her? Uh, go, uh, this Han Solo Oh, A.C. Crispin. A.C. Crispin. Yeah. Her solo books, he, Han gets sent to a planet where they're running spice or whatever, and then yep. he meets the love of his life who's down there working Mara, in the spice mines. Mara Jade. Mar Jade's actually book three. Oh. This is a girl before that. Yeah. His first Man, Han's a player. His first true love. I felt bad when she left. Oh. So he gets what her. About anyway. Leia? Well, That's his I mean, last true love. It's his last true love. <laughs> this first woman, though, is it was really it's a cool story. That's such a good book. I recommend those books. That's actually that's I got in trouble last year because of these books. Ready for another story? Sure. Okay. So we're married, right? What? No. It's such a ruse. Oh, I'm sorry, the internet. I... Kara's not available. Sorry, All boys. of our marketing's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so. Have you been editing my ring out of every shoot? <laughs> I wish I had the patience and tenacity to do that. sign above single, single, <laughs> single. If you subscribe, Kara might go on a date with you. Right. <laughs> there is a point zero 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 one percent chance. Oh, <laughs> but there's a chance. <laughs> Anyways, so um, I'm walking through Barnes and Noble, and what do I see? Their awesome remake, hardcover remake of the Han Solo trilogy, all in one book, and I'm like. I will Kara's give you one guess this. as to what time of year this was that Jeremy decided to purchase this for himself. It's got to be Christmas time. Exactly. Christmas. And guess what he had been asking for all year? <gasps> for shame. So I bought it and I took a selfie with it and sent it to Kara. I'm like, Kara, look what I got. You can finally, whatever, read the book now. You can, yay. And I own it. It's so cool. And I also took the wrapping paper off or whatever, like the plastic wrap. So I couldn't even return it. 
Oh no! I was mad at him. I was like, Jeremy. She goes. You just know you can't make any purchases from you, November. I didn't know that was a rule. How is when that? Is that a rule? That as a rule for everybody. No one's ever told me to not buy something for myself around Christmas time. Your mom even told you that's a no, rule. No, that is yes. not a rule. Yes, it is a rule. <laughs> Your mom told me that was a rule. Your mom said it was a rule too. That is not a rule. <laughs> All right, guys, comment below. Is it a rule that Have you, you ever can't bought purchase something, something that you've been time? asking for? From November to December. Oh, you guys are getting divorced now. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> 0.00002%. But no, so yeah, I bought the book and I can't believe I bought my own Christmas gift. So what did you do with the extra copy? We still have it. Do we really? I think so. <laughs> Give away. Yeah. yeah, comment down below. If you comment, uh, Harry Wookies will send you a copy of the book. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, um, so anyways... So the Clone Wars trailer. Can we finally talk about the Clone Wars trailer? Have you seen? It doesn't mean much to you though, because you don't know the build up. Oh. I haven't seen the trailer either. So what? I I live a very robust life of editing constantly. <laughs> <laughs> I know you. do. It's why you're so good at it. So um, you're working your way up. You're beyond expert. You're going to become. Uh, I'm S rank. Yes, you're S rank. Oh, <laughs> I saw a funny thing. So there's a in Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, there's Darth Nihilus, and in Star Wars The Galaxy of Heroes, he annihilates somebody. It's an instant kill. Nothing can stop his annihilation. Mm -hmm. So I just saw a meme today, and it said when you're down to your last character, but it's Darth Nihilus and whatever. Anyways, it was Darth Nihilus's face over One Punch Man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it's like not even like you're still in the game because it's funny. all it takes is yeah. an annihilation. How long punch. is a cooldown on his annihilation? It's, it's like eight. Is it's it eight? eight but he has his middle move. For every enemy that's debuffed, um, he'll increase their cooldowns and decrease his cooldowns. Oh, that's kind of nice. The yeah. only, the only one that can live through his annihilate is Night Sister Zombie. Yeah, that's true. I guess, which is tricky. Is she like one punch proof? Or? <sighs> well, what it is Pretty is much. if there's another so, Night Sister alive, she can't be. In, she will come back, and nothing can prevent it. Like no matter how many times you kill her, she will continue to come back. Oh, okay. Until but it, all of the Night Sisters are dead. Okay. But yeah. so the dumb just, thing so is, on her last. Yeah. If is it who is the one that gives? This is in or Galaxy Heroes. Uh, you can kill someone. But then zombie will die, bring the person back. Twice? Twice. But if you annihilate them, it doesn't count. Yeah, if you annihilate them, they're done. They can't but come back. That's I'll tell really you what. Cool. So it's like One Punch Man. They won't come back. Yeah. Night Sisters. Oof. I mean, throw Treya and Nihilus and Cyan against my, them. One of my, one of my I like how we're getting into deep strategy in a mobile <laughs> game that I've never <laughs> once even looked at. One, Don't start. Don't start. One of my uh, coworkers <laughs> just got Fallen Order, and he's loving it. But he finally went to Dathomir, which is where the Night Sisters are from. And he's like, Super hey, cool. the people on that planet are like Darth Maul. And I'm like, yes, they are. You know, so it's that's why I love Star Wars. It's like Baby Stark. No, Dave. Dave Not, McParlin. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He really loves the game. And yeah, he never knew that. So but that's cool. How would you know that? How would you know it if you just watched the main movies? You wouldn't know that. That's true. I saw an uh, infographic on Reddit that uh, broke down all the different like species on the planet that they're from and stuff like that. Saved on my phone. It's a cute little cartoon. Yep. Really cute. Yep. Like, really, really cute. Have it's, you seen? I think it's only one, really. <laughs> oh, no. It's, it's, it's really cute. It's pretty adorable. Oh, man. And it's cool. They paired them to their planets. Uh, yep. I forgot which normal characters are pretty hideous that they actually made look really cool. 
But like the Ugnats. The Ugnats <laughs> cute on the I was gonna say the Dugs don't even look that bad in the that infographic. That's true. Yeah. And I hate Sebulba. Um does anybody like Sebulba? Sebulba likes Sebulba. <laughs> He's probably still alive. There's gotta be a lady Doug who likes Sebulba. <laughs> There's um, at least one for everybody. But like in the Clone Wars, like you know, uh, the Rodians like have galaxies in their eyes, which are really pretty. Ugh. Rodians have the prettiest eyes. They do, and they're just they're they're, they're greedo. They're ugly. Like they're ugly, but their eyes oh, are awesome. One of my favorite on the infograph, the Athorians. Kara loves Athorians. They're Doc Andor from Galaxy's oh, okay. Edge with the yeah. I love the Athorians. Yeah, they have the flat. Oh, they're yeah. so the cute. They, they were, there were only a couple out there that had unknown age ranges, and I thought they were one of them. The Athorian? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I have to look at that. But I know... I was, like, falling asleep when I saw the thing. It's like, oh, must read all these. <laughs> so, I don't think Togrudas were on that infograph. They were. They were. Yep. were they? Yep. 100%. Because it really? was Shock T. Yep, oh, it was Shock T. That's right. Yep. Never mind. JK. I didn't I realize that they communicate by using their Laku, though. Yeah. That's well, interesting. They, yeah. Um... E or not Ewoks, uh, Jawas communicate by smell. That makes sense. They're dogs. <laughs> they're a bunch of goldens. Just they're, they're not they're goldens. Not, no, they're more like what's a stink dog? <laughs> what's a stink dog? They're little Shih Tzus. <laughs> I'm trying to think what's the what's the worst dog. Comment below what the worst dog is. I'm just trying There's to think, those like, kind of like half naked Chinese mole rat dogs or whatever. So they're like one of those. They're like a dog that's like, yeah, it's still a oh, dog. Oh, wait, but... that's got the, like, the little floof on the tail, yes, little floof yes. coming off the ears. They're like half naked. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I hate those. I'm sorry yeah. if you have one of them, but. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you have a Jawa of a dog. <laughs> you do. I, I love our golden. He's my baby boy. I know. He's such a sweet dog. He's got a little BB-8 dog collar tag. <laughs> he's so cute. He and he's got a Chewbacca costume. That makes sense. <laughs> he's, got a, he, he's got a lot of Kara spoils him. He has an ATAT -AT toy that he's ripped one leg off. <laughs> so, so he's make, just an ATA now. <laughs> he'd, make, he'd make Luke proud. <laughs> uh, he has a Millennium Falcon chew toy. Uh, he's got Darth Vader. He's got Stormtrooper. Yep. He's got more toys than I have. He's got a Star Wars t shirt. He actually does. We got a format the Star Wars celebration. It's something about the bark side of the force. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this poor dog. Oh. He is spoiled. We don't have kids yet. Yeah. Who am I gonna spoil? Me. <laughs> <laughs> Look around, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> you ask and we get. <laughs> I'm pretty alright with that. Yeah. Um well one last thing before we wrap up for tonight is we wanted to talk about Star Wars night. Has been announced for the Star Wars celebration. Are you interested in going? I don't know what Star Wars Night is. Star Wars so, After Dark, I think it's called. It's Disneyland. They're going to close Ooh, down. Heck yeah, automatically I'm in. Okay. Yeah. They're going to close down Disneyland at a certain time. And then from I think it's such at a, six. Yep. And then from then until like late into the night, it, Disneyland is, the Galaxy's Edge is only going to be for people who got have this ticket. They're going to have exclusive photo opportunities with characters that normally wouldn't be there. They're going to have special themed food just for the event. They're going to have special merch for the event. I think so. Um, the problem is going to be when tickets go on sale. When they go on sale, they're going to go fast. There's not a system in place for notifications. It's just going to go to Disneyland's website that they're up. So I'm sure somebody will post about it on Facebook, 
But but at that point, I are mean, they going to be sold out? They're going to post after they buy their tickets, of course. Yeah. I mean, basically, we need to check when we get up in the morning, when we go on lunch break, and then when we get off work at night, and then before we go to bed. What Jeremy needs to do is just run a simple script that just scrapes the website uh, for mentions right. of the sales. That oh, we'll how send do you do an that? Email. Well, not very easily, but do it. Do it. Yeah, Jeremy. You if you know what's good for you, do it. Maybe you guys were nice to me. <laughs> I am nice to you. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and look, I think I think you'll be able to go in costume to this. Ooh. Yeah, or there's more relaxed costume rules than there normally would be. So stuff like this, you can go full on cosplay. I'm pretty sure. The only time you can't oh. is during normal times when kids might confuse you for one of the yeah. cast members. You need to go as Grand Moff Tarkin. Oh, I should. I'd be <laughs> and wear slippers. Yeah, I could. <laughs> because, I mean, yeah, that's he, what he did said, Peter Cushing yeah. said that the, his shoes were too small. And so a lot of times, if it was legs up, body up, whatever, he'd wear slippers. He has the same birthday as Jeremy, too. That's right. Really? Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Um, well, I wonder what that Star Wars every day is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, now I completely forgot. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, the Millennium Falcon was added to Fast Pass. Oh, cool. So you don't really? have to wait in line if you have the Fast Pass or whatever. So it's like we could just go on the Falcon over and over and over and over again. That was fun flying the Falcon. I mean, heck to the yes. Chris, you were a gunner <laughs> or an engineer? I was a gunner. Nice. We that were was the only pilots, one we didn't get to do. And we were pilots and engineers. So the gunner was fun. Like on auto, it's super easy. Right. So, but next time we'll probably Wait. try and take it out of ma- uh, take it in a manual. Were we not gunners? We were engineers. We had to shoot the, the tow, tow cables. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Yep. That's right. So we had a pretty solid crew. Our engineers were good. Okay, the time we went without you though, we went with a ma like a family of three. Yeah. They the mom was a pilot, and their little like five year old was a pilot. That's I know I know he didn't fly the best, but that's the point of Disneyland. Kids got to have fun. The kid. He's five. Could you imagine flying the Millennium Falcon at five years old? The mom was not paying attention to her flying. <laughs> Carrot. So they need a kid Falcon and a yeah. yeah the, they need we baby need Falcon. Junior Falcon. <laughs> yeah, the, we need a Junior Falcon. Falcon Junior. And then they need they need the uh, Kara taking it seriously. Hardcore Falcon. Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then you do the Kessel Run. That yeah, would that would sick. be amazing. Come my on, Disney. How much can you get without getting sucked yes, in? Yes, exactly. Ooh, how cool would that be? That'd be awesome. And then you have like a split second to hit into hyperdrive. If you miss, you get eaten up by this black hole thingy. Well, I think the ending just got eaten up by a black hole. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what shouldn't get eaten by a black hole is your likes on this video. If you've made it this far, I think we've earned a like. Subscribe if you're not already. It means a lot to us. Ring the notification bell if you want to be notified every time we upload a video. Or when we go live, we've still got live stuff in the works. Try to get that stuff sorted out. Uh, comment down below. We've asked you to comment so many different things. But just, uh, <laughs> like I said, comment Harry Wookie if you want a copy of... Uh, the trilogy of the AC Crispin Star Wars. Yeah, we'll hook you up. Books. Uh, we've got a spare copy lying around, and it's definitely worth a read, even if it is only a legend now. It's such a good book. It is absolutely. It's that's the defining book of the of my reading as a child. Mine as well. Uh, but anyway, thank you guys so much for watching, and of course, may the force be with you. Mm-hmm.